Lucky you, getting to go to coding camp. It just felt so good to be surrounded by other kids who were just like me, you know? Which camp was it? Um, it was called... I can't believe I'm forgetting this. But I won this award. It's why I'm still into coding today. No kidding. You know, if we are so similar, it's wild. Realm presents Memory Lane Season 2, Episode 7. I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high-quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. My head is reeling. This can't be the same Zarabeth Anders. It can't. I lean in and look closer at the photo. It's a young girl, just 11 or 12 years old. But she has the same arched eyebrows, the same broad smile, the same red hair as the woman I spoke to in the video call. And with a name like that, Sarabeth gave me the stim? Coding camp is her memory? Is it merely a coincidence that she's interviewing me for a job now? Or something more? Alex? Do you know her? I glance over, frowning at the people staring at me. It feels like I've just been dropped into a movie set where I don't know the players or the story. Uh... The blonde woman moves toward me and touches my arm. You okay, honey? I look at her, and then at her hand on my arm. I, I feel weird. Alex, I'm Judith, and this is Cassie, your mom, and Remy, your father. Stay with us. My mother and father? But I thought I didn't know my father. I've been looking for him my whole life. 
But then his name crystallizes in my mind. And everything else, too. The world wobbles, then sharpens. <sighs> Sorry, I I'm here. Yes, but not for long. Judith shoots a pointed look at Remy. I need to talk to Peyton. Peyton and Trina took off. They seemed uh, upset. What? This is because of me. Peyton overhearing Colin's name. They need to come back, or Judith can't fix their memories. Alex, we need to focus. Now, you said you know this Arabic person? C kind of. I've... I've interviewed with her for a job at a tech company. Really? When? Uh, I didn't know you were interviewing. Two days ago. Not long before Cassie took off from the cabin. You have a stim that belongs to someone you might work for? What's the name of the company? I wonder if that interview was a front to track Alex. Company? Uh, I don't know. Hey, hey, it's okay, Alex. Would you mind letting me see your phone? I slide my hand into my pocket. Sure enough, there's a phone there. The man takes it from me and holds it up to my face. She was perfectly lucid a minute ago. This is how it went with Ned, too. Here's an email from Zarabeth Anders. Sounds like she works for a company called Chameleon. The woman with the graying hair chews on her lip. Never heard of them. All right, let me try the number. The company's website says they're headquarters a few hours from here. If this person did send Alex a bad stim, what makes you think she'll help us? I knew Zarabeth, too. We worked together in my lab. When? When she was in grad school. She was my assistant. It was maybe six, seven years ago. She could have gotten the stims from my lab. I never considered someone would abuse them. He sits down and runs his hands through his hair. I blink. And suddenly... I know these faces. Remy? He looks at me. Alex, in your interview, did Zarabeth say anything... strange? Mm, it started with me talking about coding languages, and then she talked about her office. And then... Um, she told me a little about her company. Including this thing they're working on. It's basically a warning signal that stops people from making bad decisions. Bad decisions. And then we talked about my love of coding. And the coding camp memory. What did she say about that? I can see Zarabeth's face on the video screen, nodding along as I talk about coding camp. She did say one thing that seemed strange. I feel like you're talking about me. But then a light snaps off. Who are you? Oh, no, not now. Alex, please. You were about to tell me something? I'm backing away from them. The space is too close. Just, just breathe. Then he turns to an older woman. Well, it's worth speaking with her at least. Because even if she didn't send the stim to Ned, whatever she did to Alex's, might hold the key to fix both of them. An older woman is looking at her phone. Hmm, actually, we have a problem. This uh, chameleon company, Big Sur, 
It's real, but no one named Zarabeth Anders works there. Well, then how did Zarabeth know to call Alex for the interview? Uh, maybe she's hacked into the company's HR files. I did some sleuthing into Zarabeth, too, and there's no trace of her online. She's gotta be somewhere. Alex spoke with her only a few days ago. She could be across the world for all we know. We have an email address and a phone number, so maybe we could trace them somehow? I don't know how to do that. Do you, Cassie? The blonde shakes her head, but the man swivels around and looks at me with hope. Alex might. There's something so earnest about this man's face. I try hard to concentrate on his question. How to find a location from an email address. Lines of code swim through my brain. I think I can find where an email originated. Gently, he guides me to a laptop and shows me both an email and a phone number. Even though I'm not conscious of what I'm doing, my fingers fly all the same. It's like muscle memory. Like someone is lurking above me, pulling my strings. Every few moments I stop, unsure of what I'm supposed to be doing. Several times, the man has to refocus me on the screen. It's funny though, I feel more centered coding than I do trying to interact with people. My memory is sharper, less slippery. Something pops up. Coordinates. Here, is this it? The Willows, California? Yes. I told you Zarabeth was close. Uh, Zarabeth could have left this place since she emailed Alex. Uh, or, or she might have been masking her location with a VPN. Yes, but we have to do something. Come on, Alex, let's go. He guides me out of the room. But halfway down the hallway, I stop short. Not only do I not know this guy, I don't know where he's taking me. Let go of me. The man looks at me with tempered exasperation. Alex, this is going to help, I promise. I shake my head, my throat closing with fear. Please. She doesn't want to go, Remy. But this might be our only shot. The man looks at me helplessly. And then suddenly, someone else's hands grab my shoulders. It's the blonde. Up close, she smells like hairspray and fruit. She yanks me out the door. You're getting in that car, Alex, now. Cassie, are you sure you should? This was the only thing that worked when Alex didn't want to go to the dentist as a kid. She'll thank me when this is all over. Her long nails are sharp against my skin. I try to wrench away, but her grip is hard. My heart is pounding out of my chest, but I have no choice. I follow these strangers into the unknown. I'm loaded into the middle row of a large SUV. Next to me in the car sits a woman with a vape pen. She looks at me guiltily. <sighs> Sorry about that back there. I didn't want to shove you, but you gave me no choice. I have no idea what she's talking about. There's another person that climbs in the third row. A man in his late thirties who looks like he's sleeping with his eyes open. A graying woman helps him in. Easy does it, Ned. We're going to get you help. The older woman slides into the driver's seat and starts the engine. As we head down the gravel drive and into the woods, I notice the woman sitting next to me is still staring at me worriedly, like I might suddenly explode or something. 
Hi. She flinches. Hi. It sounds like her heart is breaking. My hand twitches. Something is missing. Um, where's my stim? You can't use it right now. What? Why? I need it! No, you don't. This is the source of all your problems, Alex. Oh, I knew those things were trouble. Cassie, that's not helpful. Ugh, will you two stop? I'm tired of this ridiculous parent triangle. No, it's your fault. You're the one who created this mess. I don't like everyone fighting. My breath comes harder, faster. Out the window, unfamiliar streets pass. Where are we going? The woman next to me squeezes my hand again. Shh, honey, it'll be okay. So did this Arabeth person seem, hmm, strange ever when she was working in your lab? Not really, she worked hard. But one day she quit, didn't give notice. I tried to reach out to her, but her number was disconnected. Huh, and she didn't say where she went? No, nothing. She did mention once that she had no family. Her parents died young, a car accident, I think. That's horrible. I know. I was surprised when she didn't say goodbye. I thought we bonded. I even told her about Amizaj and looking for, well, for you. He looks at the blonde woman. The driver is squeezing the steering wheel hard. What'd you say about Amazaj exactly? That I'd had some amnesia that was likely inflicted while I was at Amizaj. The driver's jaw is tight. Well, that could be her connection to Ned then. Thanks for that. Judith, you can't fault him for telling someone about your science lab disguised as a holistic retreat. If I'd remembered, I would have called the frickin' cops. Anyway, I mostly talked about Cassie and how badly I wanted to find her. Suddenly, the car wrenches to the right. What are you doing? We need gas. No, we don't. We have half a tank. Well, I need some hair. It certainly looks like Alex needs some, too. They glance at her, then back at me. You have to stay here, Alex. You can't go with Judith. I glance at her cautiously. Not sure I trust her. What if this is my only chance to leave? Then again, where would I go? I stay put as the driver parks the car and gets out, heading for the entrance. She's acting weird. I'm going after her. What do we think she's going to do? Abandon us? Maybe. She has the keys. Ned's still here. <coughs> At the cough from the back seat, all of us swivel. The woman's eyes soften. Ned, you doing okay back there? Hi. Judith won't leave him. Ugh, does this trip even make sense? I mean, why do we think Zirabeth is going to help anyone? I'm hoping I can talk to her. You're just like Judith. You think you can fix everything. No one should tamper with memories. Not her, not you. He looks stung. My head swivels back and forth between them. Cassie, I really love you. I wish you knew that. We're interrupted by the driver's door heaving open. The driver has returned. A scowl on her face. You okay? Peachy. The driver tosses back some bottles of water. Mm. Here. 
The woman next to me opens one and hands it my way. I sip it down. I'm surprised at how thirsty I am. Everyone is silent for a while. Landscape slips by. I must nod off for a bit, but after a while I startle awake. <laughs> hey, we're here, Alex. The car has stopped in front of a small stucco house. Well, you got one thing right. She points to the name on the mailbox. Anders. Let's get this over with. The man opens his door, but the driver catches his arm. Wait, wait, I'll go in first. I'm the one who knew Zarabev. But we don't know what her mental state is. Uh, she could be unstable. If you go in first and something happens, I've done a lot of thinking about how I manipulated people, hurt people. If something's going to happen to one of us, maybe it should be me. The man and the woman next to me exchange a surprised glance. That's noble of you, Judith, but the goal of this is for no one to get hurt. The driver kicks open her door. Let me just assess whether she's dangerous or not. Then I'll signal for you to come in, okay? She closes the driver's door quietly and marches across the lawn. Just as she reaches the front porch, the woman next to me makes a humph sound. <laughs> Please tell me you're not buying Judith's sudden noble act. It does seem out of character. The graying woman presses the doorbell. After a few moments, the door opens, but the driver's body blocks the view. And then she disappears inside. We wait. And wait. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. I want to take a second to tell you about a podcast I think you'll really like, Mayday. No one is prepared for disaster. No one knows exactly how they'll react in a plane crash, an earthquake, or when a lone gunman decides to open fire. On Mayday, you'll hear about the people who had to find out, people whose stories deserve to be heard. Join hosts Maya Nalani and Luke Welland as they tell you about extraordinary people who found themselves in extraordinary circumstances. Listen to Mayday wherever you get your podcasts. I turn around and notice a man in his mid-thirties behind me. Hi. Hi. Uh, what are they doing in there? Playing Scrabble? We'll give her another minute. My seatmate crosses her arms. After a moment, her gaze locks with the guys in the third row. He's twirling a stim in his fingers. I want my stim. 
Before I can ask for it, the woman next to me twists around. You like that thing, huh, Ned? She gestures to the stem. His gaze falls to it, too. He nods. It feels good whenever you use it, right? Again, another small smile. The woman glances at the man. Did he just understand that? Huh. I wonder if his stim memory is still intact like Alex's. Hey, what do you see when you use that thing, Ned? The guy blinks shyly, then shakes his head. It's okay. We just want to know what makes you happy. She points at the stim. He looks at it again. His lips move, but no sounds come out. Then he takes a breath. <sighs> Drawing pictures. Drawing pictures? Oh, how nice. Of what? Of... fish. He smiles shyly. There are drawings of fish in Ned's bedroom. Maybe he's talking about those? Those pictures in your room. You drew those? But the young man stares out the window, distracted. That makes no sense. The memory he's seeing should be someone else's. Maybe Ned made those fish drawings recently, because he was inspired by how happy the stim memory makes him feel. No. Oh, okay, I took a picture of the drawings. When you were having your memory restored, oh God, I was bored out of my mind. The drawings are signed and dated, but they're from 20 years ago. Look. The woman holds up her phone. She zooms in, points to an N in the corner, and a series of numbers. Dates, I guess? N. For Ned. Is it for Ned, though? Because if you turn it this way... You're thinking... It could also be a Z. Wait, if Sarah Beth drew the fish that are on Ned's wall and drew them 20 years ago, well, that means... Maybe Sarah Beth was at Amizaj 20 years ago. His face has gone pale. He holds up a photo on his phone screen. It's a redhead girl around 11 years old. Ned, do you know who this is? Yes. We're friends. The man with the phone stares in horror. Oh, God. Judith! She whips around to stare at the house. The woman pushes her door open and hops out. Cassie, wait! This isn't the plan! Fuck the plan. She walks away from the car. Hurriedly, the man opens his door and follows her. I don't want to be left alone. But I'm also not sure the guy in the back should be all alone either. Slowly, I open the door and offer him my hand. Can you come with me? We'll go together? To my surprise, he complies. His hand is rough in mine, and he stumbles a little getting out of the car. But soon enough, we're following the man and the woman across the scrubby lawn. I'm not sure where I'm going, or if this is even a good plan. But it does feel good to have someone with me. The man is trying to hold the woman back. We have to be careful. I'm not letting Judith hurt anyone else. Before she can knock, her jaw drops. She stares through a small side window. Oh shit. I look through the glass. I may not understand where I am or who these people are, but what's inside still sends a shiver of fear through me. 
A woman with graying curls stands over a younger, red-haired woman in a chair. The standing woman screams, while tears streak the redhead's cheeks. Her eyes catch mine in the window for a split second, and she mouths something. Help. You're listening to Memory Lane Season 2, created and produced by Realm, your portal to another world. Listen away. Every five minutes, a transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price, and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. The team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Memory Lane is written by Sarah Shepard. Produced by Rhoda Bayessa and Haley Wagreich. Associate produced by Michael Coulter. And executive produced by Molly Barton. Performed by Emily Wu Seller, Leanne Marie Dobbs, Elliot Schiff, Tiana Camacho, Julia Nippen, Mike Carnes, Lena Klingeman, Sherry Wishard, and Kaylin West. Directed by Amanda Rose Smith and Kaylin West. Produced by Kaylin West. Sound design and post-production by Tim Franklin. Editing by Corey Barton. Original theme composed by Amanda Rose Smith with digital orchestration by Andrew Rowan and Max Kuttner. Music supervision by Amy Parker. Cover design by Kendall Thomas. Special thanks to Ellen Goodlett.